Hello and welcome to episode three of Using Your Brain for Success, the show that's all about helping you build a better life by using your brain the right way. I'm Liam Naden and I'm glad you're here. Have you ever wondered what really creates your life? I mean, how you get the results that you do, both good and bad. Why you have the life that you have, the circumstances, the people, what you do with your time, where you live, and why do you have problems? What's the reason why you're living the life as you are? Is there a reason? And is there really a way to guarantee success and avoid failure and get what you want rather than what you don't want? Well, you know, these are questions that I've been asking myself for a very long time. And I thought in this episode, I'd share with you how I came to uncover the answers to these questions and how I discovered what I did about the brain and the secrets that it holds to creating an ideal life. And I'm sure that you'll be able to relate to much, if not all, of what I'm going to share, because a lot of what I've experienced will be similar to what you've experienced in your life as well. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you a bit about my journey and how I came to realize that using your brain correctly really is the only possible explanation for how you can be truly happy and successful in your life. Now we're going to look at other possible solutions to getting on top of your life, as it were, but you'll see why none of them are the real answer. And I'm pretty sure that because you're here listening to this, that you yourself will be able to relate to parts of my journey. Some or even a lot of, of it might be similar to what you've experienced in your own life up until this point. So I think you're going to find this episode both interesting and relevant. Okay, so the story of my journey of discovery about who we are and how we really create success in our life, and failure and problems for that matter, it's really made up of two parts. The first part is my own life journey. Now, probably like you, I've always been a bit driven to succeed. In fact, from as far back as I can remember, I've always wanted to, to have as good a life as I could. I've always wanted more, and I've never been willing to just settle for what I had. And I've always been looking for the answer to that question, how can I be really happy and successful? So the first place I looked for an answer was religion, because I was actually born into a religious family. I'm the eldest of eight children to Catholic parents, and I was educated in Catholic schools, and I even became the organist and choir master of the Catholic cathedral in my city. And the message I got from my parents, from my teachers, and all of the priests and religious people around me was that if you want to be happy and successful, you need to believe in and pray to God. So that's what I did. And I got into studying the teachings of the church, and I prayed to God, and I mean really prayed, a lot. I mean, I can remember as a young child, I'd, I'd go to church every day and pray. But as time went on, and as I got a bit older, I noticed that although I prayed, I didn't actually get everything I asked for. In fact, I really didn't get very much at all of what I asked for when I prayed. And I didn't feel that happy a lot of the time. I certainly didn't feel successful. My problems didn't go away. But I also noticed that my parents, my teachers, and even the priests of the church, well, they didn't seem that happy or successful either. They just seemed like everyone else I knew, with the same problems, the same stress, and really the same general unhappiness with life. So being really honest, I realized that prayer and religion 
couldn't be the answer to finding true happiness and success. Now, it might be for some people, and I'm certainly not saying that there isn't some value in what religion teaches. In fact, as we'll discover in later episodes of this show, the teachings of all religions have a lot of the right information on how to achieve success in our lives. But it's just that it's been misinterpreted, sadly, by most people. But I was looking for the real answer, the truth, and religion wasn't working for me, or for, if I was honest, virtually everyone else I knew, so I knew it couldn't be the real answer. Because one thing I knew for certain, for something to be the real answer, it has to work all of the time. And not only for me, but for everyone else who tries it as well. I mean, it's like gravity. You know that gravity is going to work for you 100% of the time. And it doesn't matter how hard you pray, if you jump off a building, you're going to go down. So I know there had to be a true answer, and I was determined to find it because I wanted to have a great life. But if religion and prayer wasn't doing it for me, what would? So the next thing I started to notice people around me saying, both to me and to others, was that if you want to be happy and successful, then you have to get an education. Knowledge is the answer. The more you know, the happier you will be. And the better your education, the better a job you'll get. You'll earn more money. You'll enjoy life more. In other words, you'll be happy and successful. So I went out and I got myself an education. In fact, I studied at university for seven years, full time, and amassed a collection of degrees and diplomas, mainly in classical music. But as time went on and as I studied harder and at an increasingly higher level, I began to feel dissatisfied. I noticed that the educated people I surrounded myself with my teachers, colleagues and professors, some were very smart. In fact, most of them were. They were highly knowledgeable and learned. And many of them were earning plenty of money. But they didn't seem to be any more successful or happy than the religious people I had known. They still had problems too. They were still stressed. And of course, so was I. So I knew that education couldn't be the answer either. And again, it's not to say there's no value in education and learning, because of course there is, but it wasn't bringing me what I was looking for, which was real success and happiness and feeling in control of my life. Well, in my quest, I came across the idea that the answer to finding real success and happiness was to have your own business and to work really hard and earn lots of money. Create for yourself a rich lifestyle. That's the way to have all the success, abundance, freedom and happiness that you want. And I fell for the idea I once heard that, as someone said, whoever says money doesn't buy you happiness just doesn't know where to shop. <laughs> now, I've since found that's not true, but that, at the time, that's what I did. I set up my own business, the first of many, and I worked very hard. And as well as working in and on the business, I studied business. I learned as much as I could about how to create a successful business. I went to seminars and courses. I studied books about things such as sales, marketing, management, finance, anything I could that I thought would give me an edge on and make my business, and therefore me, more successful. And I did create a very successful business, and I did make a lot of money. And it was the first of many businesses that I've established and owned over the years. But once I'd done that, once my business was up and running, once I was earning a healthy income, and, I was, and once I was doing and having many of the things that I thought would make me happy, I realized that I actually wasn't any happier. 
Sure, I had some good times and the money allowed me to do many great things I otherwise wouldn't have been able to do. But I wasn't really a lot happier. In fact, I was probably less happy than I'd been before. I had a ton of stress and problems to deal with all the time, or so it seemed. And being really honest with myself, the truth dawned on me. That simply earning more money and building an even bigger business was not going to give me the happiness and fulfillment I was really seeking. It wasn't going to get rid of my problems, and in fact it seemed like it would probably only give me more problems. So I thought, oh, another dead end. Well, the next thing I found was the whole world of self-help or personal development or peak performance coaching. I discovered a, a lot of highly charismatic people who seemed really successful. They were rich and they seemed to be happy and excited about their life as well. And they would say things like, in, in so many words, I have the answer to how to be successful. Just come to my seminar or read my book and I will show you too how you can be like me, happy, rich and successful. At last, I thought, this is the answer. These people are on my wavelength. All these amazing people are telling me they have the answers for exactly what I'm looking for. So I was really excited. And I went all in. I went to seminars around the world and I traveled far. And from New Zealand, which is, of course, where I come from and where I lived, everywhere is far from there. <laughs> and I read the books. I did all the exercises. I did everything these people told me to do. I wrote lots of notes. I set goals. I recited affirmations. I spent hours daily listening to hypnosis and subliminal tapes to change my beliefs and reprogram my subconscious mind. I learned all kinds of mind control practices and techniques. I filled workbooks with all of the ideas on success that each of these things were teaching me. I had the attitude that whatever these people, these gurus told me to do, I would do. After all, it seemed to be working for them. I even did a few fire walks to help me break through my fears. But again, as time went on and the more books I read, the more seminars I went to and and the more I chased the next new idea that promised me with the real answer, if I was really honest with myself, I realized that nothing was really working. I didn't feel any happier or more successful. I still had problems in my life, big problems, lots of stress. In fact, with the higher expectations that I was putting on myself, trying to live up to the promises of these gurus, these self-help teachers, I actually felt worse. I felt more of a failure than ever and that my life was really out of my control. And while I might have been successful on the outside, it sure didn't feel like that on the inside. And again, being really honest, I looked around at me, the other people who were at the seminars and who'd read the books. What results were they getting? Were they happy and successful? Well, in fact, they didn't really seem any happier or more successful than anyone else I'd known either. I mean, many of the people I met had also worked hard at applying the secrets of success like I had, and that we were all being taught. But again, the number of people who seemed to be truly happy and for whom it seemed to be working seemed to be very, very few. So again, I knew that this was not going to give me the answers. I was not going to find the answers here. It wasn't working for me, being really honest, even though I felt that with all the effort I was putting in, it should have, if it was the real answer. So the next place I looked was spirituality. And the message I heard about spiritual practice was the secret to happiness and success is not in hard work. It's in being at one with the universe. Use your mind to bring what you want to you. 
So I learned as much as I could about how to be spiritual. I studied and practiced the law of attraction. I learned to meditate, and I meditated every day. And I went to courses on accessing your higher self, getting in contact with your spirit guides in the spirit world. You name it, I would try it. Crystals, healing, everything. And I changed my lifestyle completely. I sold my business, and I even became a vegan for seven years. And again, while I'm not saying there isn't value in learning how to be spiritual, and while I did meet some lovely and well-meaning people, I can't say that it really worked for me. It just didn't bring me what I was looking for, which were the answers on how to be happy and successful. I still had as many problems as before. And in fact, the problems I had while running my business were replaced by the problems of not running a business. And again, the other people I met in the courses and meetings, well, they, they all seem to have just as many problems and lack of success as anyone else. So despite many years of trying everything I could think of to finally feel I was in control of my life and feel successful and truly happy, I really felt I was no closer to the real answer. And I was starting to think, well, perhaps there isn't an answer. Perhaps life really is meant to be hard and stressful. Perhaps I've just been wasting a whole lot of time, energy and money chasing an ideal that isn't realistic. Perhaps I've just been a dreamer thinking I could re be truly happy and successful and be in control of my life and not have stress and problems to deal with. But you know, then, or a few, few years later, and having established and built up a number of new and successful businesses, something very weird and unexpected happened. I lost everything. Everything. I lost my marriage, my businesses, all of my money, my houses and every bit of my property, my income, my friends, literally everything I owned. And I was literally, in my mid-40s, homeless and penniless. And I ended up having to move back in with my elderly mother and sleep on the sofa in her living room of her small flat. And talk about stress and problems, I was fighting bankruptcy. I was in court with two ex-wives at the same time. I had no money, I had no income, and I literally had nothing other than a few clothes. Worst of all, I had no prospects. I had no idea on what I was going to do to dig myself out of the hole I'd got into. I couldn't see a future and I became quite depressed. Now, all of this shouldn't have happened. I mean, I'd spent my life learning all of the secrets on how to take control of your life. And with all of the knowledge I had on how to be successful, how could I have ended up in a situation where I was completely unsuccessful and not in control of my life at all? It was the complete opposite of everything that, had, that I'd been striving to achieve my entire life. And it was as if my entire life had been a complete waste of time. But you know, then something equally strange happened. I mean, the first few months were tough and very dark, but things started to change in my life for the better. In fact, things started to get a whole lot better. And for the first time in my life, I was actually starting to be really happy. I began doing the things that I always really wanted to do. I created a new relationship which was completely unlike any that I'd had before. New opportunities started to come into my life. I created new businesses actually doing what I loved. And all of the money I needed to do what I wanted started to show up. And here's the best part, which to me at the time was also the most puzzling part. I was finally happy. I was finally feeling successful. And I had the freedom to do what I wanted whenever I wanted and without annoying problems to have to solve all of the time. In fact, I didn't really have any problems to speak of. Stress became virtually non-existent. 
I was finally starting to feel like I was living a life that was purposeful and fulfilling. And that's the life I'm continuing to live today. So I had to find out what happened to me. What's the difference between the old stress and problem-filled life of struggle for success and the new life where problems and stress were the exception rather than the norm? Well, as I began to uncover what had happened to me, I realized that what had really happened, in fact, the only thing that had happened, the only thing that was different, was that I'd made a shift in the way I was using my brain. And it was that shift that was making all the difference. Okay, so that's a bit about me and my journey, but I mentioned there are two things that had happened that have helped me uncover the truth about what I'm sharing with you in these, in these episodes on how we create success in our life and the central part that our brain plays in that. So that was the first thing, the events of my own life. But the second clue or the second piece of evidence, if you like, came from coaching others. Now, you may know that a lot of my work up until now has been as a marriage and relationships coach. In particular, I've been working to help people who want to save their marriage, especially when their spouse is wanting a divorce. It's a big problem that affects many people, and I've been very glad and humbled to have helped many people save their relationship who are in this situation. And I've been doing it for a number of years, and of course I continue this work to this day with, with several online coaching programs as well as live coaching. But over the years of helping people with their marriage, I became increasingly puzzled by one thing. And that is, why is it that some people were able to save their marriage, while others weren't? What made the difference? Well, I knew the difference couldn't be the information I provided. My programs give ex everyone exactly the same information on what to do. And it is information that can be applied consistently to virtually every marriage situation I've encountered. I also knew it couldn't be the amount of information the person already had and how much they'd learned about relationships or how to save their marriage in the past. I mean, most of the people I've coached have been or had been to other coaches, to therapists, counsellors. They'd read books, they'd visited websites and received all sorts of advice. They had a lot of information already. So it also wasn't a question of how hard a person worked or how motivated they were. I mean, there's no one more motivated that I've found than someone faced with the prospect of their marriage ending when they don't want it to. Everyone in that situation is very motivated. And people would often say to me, you know, Liam, I'm 100% committed to my marriage and well, I'll do anything to save it. So what was it? Well, success or failure in saving their marriage didn't seem to depend on prayer either. There were some very devoutly religious people who took my programs and coaching who prayed fervently, but who still didn't manage to save their marriage, while other people who didn't really pray at all, they did save their marriage. So what was really going on here? What did work? I really wanted to know the answer to this. What is the real cause of my success and the successes of others I've helped and coached? What is it that really makes the difference? Maybe it's just luck. Well, I knew it wasn't luck because that's not what had happened to me. But it also wasn't prayer. It wasn't hard work. It wasn't motivation. It wasn't knowledge and information. And it wasn't about setting goals or positive thinking, changing thoughts through reciting affirmations, or using some technique, system, or method to change your beliefs or to reprogram your subconscious mind. It wasn't meditating. It wasn't through hypnosis. It wasn't using the law of attraction or adhering to some spiritual practice. Because I had tried all of these things, and seen many other people try these things. 
And the results I and other people I knew had got just weren't consistent and effective enough to convince me that they were the real answer. So I started to dig a little deeper. and My research took me in one very clear direction, and that was the natural use of the brain. And as my study took me even further into the areas of neuroscience, which was the science of the brain, and psychology and other areas, it described perfectly what had happened to me and what was happening to other people I was coaching. So finally, everything seemed to fit and make sense. And the other fascinating thing I discovered is that all of the teachings in the various areas that I had studied, such as religion, self-help, spirituality, they actually had the answers already on how to use our brains the right way as well. But like most people, I hadn't been interpreting them the right way. In fact, even many of the teachers that I'd listened to hadn't, and who'd been teaching me hadn't been interpreting them the right way either. So that's been my journey on how I got to be here and sharing this with you. In the next episode, I'm going to get deep into exactly how your brain works so that you're going to be able to see very clearly why you're getting what you're getting in your life, both the good and the bad. And even better, you're going to be able to see how to start using your brain differently, the way your brain is designed to be used, so that you start getting more of what you really want and less of what you don't want starting to show up in your life. I'm really excited to share this with you. But for now, if you can, just take a few moments to reflect on just how lucky we are to be here. Here, right now. You know, most people have no idea about the true power of their brain. You're one of the few that's beginning to realize that you have the universe's most powerful computer at your disposal. And just as it already gives you everything that you experience in your life, you have the ability, if you use it correctly, to direct your brain and create a life that you love, rather than a life that you feel you're fighting against with problems, stress and unhappiness. In fact, as you'll know by now if you've listened to previous episodes of this show, problems, stress and unhappiness are not what you're designed to experience at all. Problems, stress and unhappiness and confusion about your life don't contribute in any way to your biological purpose for being here as a human being. They don't do you any good, on any level, so they can't be natural. And if you believe in a creator, then you would agree that problems and stress are not what any loving creator would want for you either. So as you bring your attention to the present moment, as you let any distractions in your outside world, or particularly in your thoughts, if you just let all of these fall away and realize that you do have the power within you to take control, real control, of your life. And that power is inside you right now. You don't need to spend years or decades like I did trying to find something from somewhere or someone else. You don't need to learn how to do better. You're already perfect. You already have all of the power you need. The power of around 500 trillion computer processes, give or take a few, and they're all inside your brain, inside your marvelous brain. So all it is, is a question of accepting the truth, and that comes from understanding. And helping you to understand who you really are is the whole purpose of me being here right now. Have a think about all this from time to time as you go throughout the day. Every now and then when you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed by problems, or even just frustrated or disillusioned and you don't know why, just remember, 
all of the answers to what you're looking for are here right now. They're available to you right now. And you don't need to look for them. You just need to use your brain the right way. And when you do, you realize that the answers that you've been seeking all along have been seeking you all along. Well, that's all for this episode of Using Your Brain for Success. I look forward to sharing with you in future episodes so much more about how you can truly create an extraordinary life using the incredible power of your brain. And please share this show with anyone who you think might be interested. And in the meantime, if you'd like to learn more about creating success in your life, visit my website, liamnaden.com. There you can also learn about neurostate rebalancing, which is a new technology which automatically gets your brain working the right way to solve problems and create a life you love. So I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Bye for now.